Mike Agarbo joining us now to take a look at all things tech and perhaps give a clue or two about what's coming up on today's episode of Get Connected after the 10 o'clock news. Mike, good morning. Good morning. Well, it's been quite the week for Apple. Everything they, they did had a retro moment and reached back to the 60s and called this year's big reveal the Far Out event, man, and had all sorts of products to talk about. Yeah, it was pretty cool. Uh, some uh, new announcements uh, when it came to watches, uh, the AirPods and iPhones. Yeah. Start, starting off with the watches, uh, they had three new watches, uh, two that were kind of expected, uh, the uh, Apple Watch SE, which is their entry model, uh, the Apple Watch Series 8, and a whole brand new one called the Apple Watch Ultra. Oh, okay. So now I'm assuming, like phones, these uh, models of watches differ in both price and capability, correct? Yeah, so some interesting uh, stuff with the uh, the Apple Watch uh, 8. It now has uh, two temperature sensor- sensors on it, which uh, uh great for women's health. It uh, can really now uh, track things like menstrual cycles, uh, even things like ovulation. Mm-hmm. So for uh, women and, you know, couples obviously uh, looking uh, to conceive, that uh, is uh, something really good for the whole fertility uh, side. Uh, it also has uh, collision detection now. So uh, the, the watches uh, have been able to detect when you fall. Now they can actually detect when you're in a uh, uh, a car crash as well. Is that the basic watch too, Mike? Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. Wow. Yeah, which is kind of neat. Well, if the basic watch can figure out um, 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 all sorts of biorhythms and car crashes, what do the uh, more expensive, more capable models do? The Ultra is kind of like the uh, the Apple Watch on steroids. It's really made for people that are kind of into the uh, outdoor sports like, uh, you know, rock climbing, uh, running, uh, and also scuba diving now. So it's uh, much thicker, uh, which gives uh, it a, a larger battery. So, you know, the battery can last for days. Uh, it uh, also is capable of, uh, you know, going down deeper now as far as the uh, the waterproofing. So I think, you know, for scuba divers, it can go down to 130 feet. It's got a giant action button on the side, so uh, that'll be good, you know, for accessing all the features, even if uh, you're wearing uh, gloves. And they say this is a, that this particular model, as I understand it, would be the best for high-performance athletes, marathoners, those sorts of things. Because if the basic model can do what you described uh, in terms of biorhythms and feedback, biofeedback, live and in real time, this one is pretty much uh, it's like uh, carrying a, a lot of hospital gear with you on your wrist. Pretty, pretty much. So Apple's really kind of dominated the wearables uh, space and even the watch space. Like, they're the number one selling watch in the world, not just like digital watches, like but normal watches. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, they're, they're doing well in this category. And now, you know, with the new Apple Watch Ultra, they're kind of going after, uh, you know, the people that uh, typically would get like a Garmin or, you know, even these uh, dive computer watches. Indeed. I'm a scuba diver, so I'm intrigued by this because I've never had a watch that worked and that did anything but just give up the ghost after, after trying it underwater. Uh, between the, uh, the, the watches and the new phone, uh, they snuck in some stuff on the AirPods as well, Mike. Tell us about those. Yeah, so they've improved the, uh, you know, the sound capability, uh, you know, the um, noise cancellation is better. Uh, they also have a, uh, a cool active transparency mode as well, which means basically 
uh, you know, when you're out and about using them, uh, you know, you still want to be able to hear what's happening, you know, when you're walking uh, around the street. Uh, but if it comes across any kind of, like, extra loud noises, maybe someone's using a jackhammer, mm-hmm. it will kind of cancel that noise out, which is kind of interesting. Uh, but they uh, have a much better find feature now, uh, you know, because I, I lose my AirPods uh, a lot. <laughs> and uh, now uh, it's even more accurate using your iPhone to track them down. They've also built in a little speaker on the um, the AirPod case. So, uh, you know, as you get near it, if, if they're lost, uh, you can have it chime. Well, uh, as I, as I understand it, when you do lose them and the fine feature doesn't work, the new pair is going to cost you about 250 bucks, right? Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Pretty much. Let's talk phones. The 14 is out, and there's a 14 Plus as well. Yeah, uh, it looks like the uh, the Mini is dead. Uh, you know, I, I kind of like the uh, the iPhone Mini, but uh, now they have uh, kind of two models, the iPhone 14, uh, which is kind of the, you know, the entry model, and then they have the iPhone 14 Pro. But now with the uh, iPhone 14, they also have a plus size uh, as well, which was typically uh, only available in the Pro uh, model. So, uh, you know, for people that want the larger, I think, 6.7-inch uh, screen, this is going to be music uh, to their uh, ears. Uh, and uh, uh, the Pro model is kind of interesting uh, as well. It uh, now has uh, kind of uh, an always-on uh, screen, so uh, even uh, when you're not using it, uh, the screen will dim, so you can still see what's going on on the lock screen. And both of them have a really interesting new feature. They have an emergency satellite messaging feature. So uh-huh. if you get lost or you're somewhere where there is no cell reception, uh, you will be able to use this feature to call for help. What's uh, the tab for this uh, the new 14 line? Where does it start, Mike? I, I you know over over the thousand dollar mark, so I think in the twelve hundred dollar range. Okay. So kind of uh, they they really haven't increased the price, so it's still kind of uh, up there. So, uh, you know that's kind of the going right now for flagship phones. And interesting, then you know more SIM cards. iPhone is out of SIM cards. They're just that that technology has been completely. They've moved on, Mike. Yeah, I mean, Apple has a history of doing this. You know, you look back to their computers, they got rid of the floppy disk drive and the CD drive. So uh, now they're going uh, away from the physical SIM card tray as well. So it's just basically a digital SIM card, uh, you know, to basically, uh, you know, hook it up to your carrier. So, um, you know, they want to make it uh, easier and get uh, back some of that real estate inside the phone uh, to use that space for other things like, you know, increased battery. And I'm assuming on today's episode of Get Connected, you're going to have an even deeper dive into some of this new uh, Apple stuff. Yes, we will. And uh, just even talking about uh, how much market share uh, Apple has with the iPhone in the U.S., you'd be surprised. I bet I would. Thanks for this, as always, and have a great show this morning. Thank you. Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance (laughs) recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.